Welcome to The Daily Degenerate, the ultimate sports and entertainment podcast for your busy life. My name is Cohen Hughes, co-host and producer, and I'm joined by Los Angeles' very own Maddie Goldberg. We appreciate you listening and hope you enjoy this episode. Podcast. I'm Maddie Goldberg in Los Angeles. Beautiful day and always nice. 50, 60 degrees out. And I'm joined by the like he's all wet. I think that's his new look. From Smyrna, Georgia. Take it away, the king. Or the podcast, whatever the fuck you are. Maddie loves when I do my song and dance, so I will continue to do so for the 43rd consecutive time. Twice a week. Church. I'm gonna take him to church. My name is Cohen Hughes. I am Podcast Poppy. I am the Michael Rappaport of the South. I am the professional devil's advocate. And I am the Johnny Sins of podcasting. The Matty Johnny Goldberg, Sims. how's it going? I'm hanging in there, brother. Uh, living life. I'm filming. I'm, I got a scene in a movie we filmed uh, Thursday. Mr. Ice Cream Man. So I got a lot of lines. I've been memorizing a lot of lines, man. And I pretty much play myself. I say to the guy, because he's like this fat boxer to let himself go. I go, you look like Rocky Dennis if he drowned himself in Rocky Road. That's one of my lines. I don't know if you know who Rocky Dennis is. Uh-uh. But have you ever seen the movie Mask from the 80s? It's about a kid with a deformed face. Ugh. Played by the great Eric Stoltz. And Cher What's was his it, What else is he in? Eric Stoltz. He was in uh, Some Kind of Wonderful. He was in Pulp Fiction. Okay, Pulp Fiction. Uh, he played the, the heroin dealer in Pulp Fiction. Yeah, I actually yeah. met him. He's a really nice guy. But, uh, yeah, so I'm acting. I'm excited. Uh, directed by the great Henry Phillips, who's a very funny guy. And uh, I'm based on Jeff Ross. Do you know who Jeff Ross is? The Roast Master. Yeah, so my name is Jeff in it because the guy who wrote it is Jeff Ross. is like really good friend. So... They're like you remind me of Jeff Ross when you when you like rip on people. How I rip on you? Like I could, I could rip on you right now. Like, yeah. You know, so Cohen, tell me what's going on with the ladies, and then you get all weird and shit. You're like, well, I don't discuss that. I, I do declare my business with the ladies is none of your concern. Well, that's how I sound like. Bust your balls, but I'm a good man. I'm not. So I'm excited for that. Been watching a lot of football. Just a lot of shocking games that like. Yeah, it was a tough week for the gamblers. We it all was. got our asses clean. Mm-hmm. And uh, just living life, brother, trying to, you know, keep the dream up. Got a lot more comedy shows coming up, so just keeping it going. Um, That's good. That's good. What's the movie called that you're going to be in? You know, I don't even fucking know. I have the script, but they don't even have the name on it. Well, that's weird. So now maybe maybe it's like it's not, not to be determined. It's going to be a nice little indie feature, as they call it. They call Sick. it indie feature. So I'm pretty excited. Um, What else? What else is going on? Not much. There's sirens going on. I live in a nice neighborhood, so I'm so surprised to hear all these sirens. Could be a fire or something. So Maybe I hear that in the be. background. I hot tub with my buddy Danny this morning. We hot tubbed, and then we jumped in the cold. We go back and forth from the hot tub to the cold pool. So I did that. I feel good. Um, still looking for a lady, you know, but that will come. 
I want to get. I want to have a date for New Year's Eve. That's my goal. I don't want to be alone on New Year's Eve. So any girl in Smyrna, Georgia, want to come out here? We'll fly her out. Yeah, fly we'll her out. Set her on a fantasy date with Maddie Goldberg. Exactly. Where would you take her? Where would you take her on on New Year's Eve? Uh, well, you know it's funny. Last year I was with my girlfriend, and we decided to go to a restaurant in Eagle Rock, Pasadena area, the night before. Uh, Georgia played Oklahoma, and the yep. restaurant was full of you fucking Georgia dogs. Mm-hmm. And everybody had belt buckles and the dogs. They do they travel like, well. They were like, go dogs, go dogs. I mean, it was a big deal. I mean, and and it's no, what better place to go to L.A. on New Year's Eve? Go see your dogs play. Go to a fancy restaurant. You know, so I spent my New Year's Eve last year with a lot of bulldogs. Bulldogs. Sick them. Yeah. yeah. So they travel well, man. They're they're pretty loyal people, even though you're not the biggest. Uh, they're all idiots, fan. but but to be a, to be loyal, you have to be an idiot to it. I mean, you live. Look in at the me States, in the Falcons. So, yeah, I mean, you are not having fun this year. That's for no, sure. Oh my god, it, I'm having a fucking bad time. I'm not gonna lie to you. Well, what should we talk about first? You 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 call the shots. I mean, you want to You like oh. getting to the meat and potatoes later. We can do hot stove we can do nba what's well, like a marketing do, thing you know like we'll give you the bullshit up front that way you have to listen to the full episode to get the new yeah. potatoes but a lot of nfl stuff <laughs> uh, the wild card picture is insane right now is. which is a lot of fun go ahead on go ahead go ahead on your computer and pull up the wild card standings and then we'll get to baseball basketball and, and other sports things and then we'll get to it later we'll get to the football okay. shit later right. so, so today in the world of the mlb we had a lot going on um actually the past two days um, there have been a lot of transactions going on today, especially, um, most notably the Phillies signed Andrew McCutcheon to a three year, $50 million deal. And I forgot he was in the fucking Yankees. Like yep. you forget. He had to shave too. Think, I don't think he's become the big time player. Everybody thought he would be. Well, it, his his contribution seems maximized in Pittsburgh. That's a small baseball market. Yeah. So whenever you move him out to New York, it's a shock. And I think he's a shell of his former self. He's kind of old, kind of getting up there in his twilight. Um, yeah. I don't like a three-year deal for McCutcheon, especially this yeah. old age. 50 mil. Mm-hmm. I, I know this is what guys are getting nowadays. It seems a little bit overpay. But the club does have a, a, a third-year club option. So it doesn't, it, well, it, it, it doesn't really tie him up too bad. It's good for the Phillies, but mm-hmm. I don't think he is that guy that just is going to put him over the top. But it's a good place for him. It's a good spot. He's a great guy. It probably sucks for Pirate fans because they loved him. Oh, he he was and, a fan favorite. And now he's playing, you know, you know, in the same state against, you know, the hated rival. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's the Pittsburgh has this, you know, inferiority complex like, you know, Philly is the big market and we're just a bunch of blue collar people. Yeah. So they're going to be bummed out. But again, I don't think it puts them over the top. I mean, the San Francisco is a hard place to play. It's not a great place to hit home runs. No, at all. And you know, if the Yankees wanted to keep him, they sure would have kept him. Oh yeah. But I think, oh, yeah. I think he's a very solid baseball player and Me I heard too. he's an awesome guy. Me too. I've actually heard that as well. I heard he's good with like, the kids and yeah. signing autographs and stuff like that. Sure. So it'll be good in Philly, but I just don't think he's the guy that just like, wow, we got this fucking guy. We're going to. He's you know, a piece, not a cornerstone. You are 100% right, Cohen. I don't agree with you a lot, but I agree with you here. 
Let's go. Okay, so the Pittsburgh Pirates have traded Avon Nova to the Chicago White Sox for a uh, right-handed pitcher and international signing bonus pool money. Yvonne Nova is a very good pitcher, I think. I think he's always been underrated. Um, I think this is a good move for him. Chicago's not the best place to play, especially the lesser Chicago White Sox. But uh, He's on the White Sox or the Cubs? White Sox. So this will be a good change of scenery for him. But he got – wasn't he on the Yankees and he couldn't pitch in the American League? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. When you get a guy who just sucks in the American League – It's kind of telling, isn't it? It's a little dangerous. Yeah. It's it's dangerous – uh, it is a little dangerous. So the you know. Toronto Blue Jays have released Troy Tulowitzki, who's always been a wow. Maybe he didn't live up to the hype. You see what I'm saying? No, he did not. Um, any landing spots that stick out to you? No, I mean, I think there's a mess with this Blue Jays. They they got these guys like the Donaldsons, which I I'm saying. You're not going to have fun with him. The Tulowitzki, they got him a little too late. They weren't the same ball players. And it's like, you know, I don't know. He's just never healthy. He can't stay on the field right now. He's getting old. I mean, if he gets healthy, I mean, he might be great. but Could be a contributor somewhere. It's been a long time. Mm -hmm. It's been a really long time since – you know, he's been contributing like consistently and that's mm-hmm. a scary thing and that's injuries. And it's also like, well, he was great in Colorado where you could, you know, the ball carried and he really didn't do much of the blue Jays. No. So no. I, I don't see much of his value. I see him signing, you know, for very little, I think he's still owed around 37, $38 million on that deal. Unbelievable. Yep. You know, these guys are unbelievable. Like I, you know, the I don't mean to get into football, but, Kirk Cousins, twenty-one million dollars a year. Holy we'll get fuck. we'll get to that in a little bit. I have a few stats yeah. for you. Yeah. Um, so my last MLB transaction that we got going on is Billy Hamilton signs a one-year deal. Um, I forgot what the dollar sign on it was, but a one-year deal with the Kansas City Royals. Well, that the, you know again, this is like he's a nice little player, mm-hmm. but the game has changed. He's he's probably perfect in Kansas City too because he there's not a lot of home runs there. Oh, and they're and, and they're horrible. He he'll he will eat yeah. on that roster. Well, he'll steal bases. He'll start. He'll play. But again, like this is not something like that. Like puts a, a team over the top in any any uh, reason or anything like that. No, he I, I I can't see him putting them over the top at all. Billy Hamilton is a great offensive or defensive player. Great in the outfield. He's a solid hitter. Um, I just don't know if Kansas City will do enough to make him succeed in terms of wins and losses. No, I highly doubt it. But, you know, he's a good little player to have. And that's the thing. It's like even with McCutcheon, you know, Philly, they had a good season last year. But he's a he's a piece. He's not yep. the cornerstone. He's no, not. no. I like that term. Um, other than that, um, the Yankees are pretty much out of the running. For Bryce Harper is what Brian Cashman says. So where is he going to go? Is he going um, back to Washington? No, I don't see that at all. Um, the Nationals' own owner have 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 come out and said that they've sent him a maxed out offer. Is the term yeah. quote unquote maxed out? Yeah, which could mean anything. But he says that he doubts he will be back with the Nationals. Uh-huh. I don't. I don't see him going back. I feel um, if he doesn't go to Philly, he doesn't go to Atlanta. Um, 
if he's truly not going to New York like we've read that he's not. Um, yeah. I really think that it could be Chicago. The Cubs? Yeah, I don't think um, the Dodgers have the enough touches for him. Like, yeah. like you say all the time, there's only one ball. Sure. So, which is, it's, it's kind of weird in baseball, but I don't, I don't see him going to L.A. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like that's kind of a cliche move. Um, yeah, if, I mean, if he doesn't go to a team in the, in the NL world. East, I think he goes to the Chicago Cubs. Well, the Cubs definitely have money. He would, I mean, it's a bandbox of a ballpark. He hit a lot of home runs there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it's great for the Cubs. You know, it is great for the Cubs. But, again, he's got an attitude problem. It just seems like people don't like him. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it doesn't seem like anybody. He's a swarmy little brat. And I said it, and he's, and he's like four or five years older than I am, you know? Well, I mean, if you were the chosen one at a young age, who knows how you would act. But he doesn't seem to be liked. He seemed to have problems with his teammates. Uh, it's not like the Nats are just sitting there like, please come back. We love you. You're a great clubhouse guy. He's a young guy. He's probably got a lot to learn about. He's still young. You know. Still young. I mean, it might be good with the Cubs because he's buddies with Chris Bryant. I find Chris Bryant to be the most overrated player in the game, by the way. I feel like he just hits about 25 mistakes. And More overrated than Machado? Uh, I think Machado's a little better. Yeah, well, he's, yeah, he's debatable. a little better, but he's also very overrated. Yeah. Well, Machado had a terrible World Series in every way possible. He had a terrible World Series. His attitude. Uh, that was icing on the cake. That didn't help at all. And he didn't have – he didn't hit. And he didn't run balls out, and he's spiking guys, and it was not a uh, not a great look at all. It wasn't a great time for him, for no. sure. Um, so let's move on to a little bit of basketball. What do you say? Let's do it. The NBA, which I haven't really looked at the standings. I know the Celtics are kind of coming back. Yeah, yeah, they've been surging lately. They beat the Pelicans by about 12 points last night, and Marcus Smart, or no, it wasn't Smart. It was um, Marquise Morris. Marcus Morris had 30 points yeah. last night. Which is pretty good. How did uh, how's our buddy uh, Gordon Hayward doing? Um, he had a great night the other night, but he's not doing too well otherwise. Well, I was talking to a Celtics guy. fan at the bar last night, and he says yeah. um, he he fully do, does expect um, Danny Ainge to trade Gordon Hayward while he still has some stock. Well, he doesn't um, really have any stock right well, now. Well, it's 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 more of a projection, you know, like you could see what he can do. Well, it's just a sad situation. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, you should have compassion. You have none. And I don't like you for that. I don't you like reap what you sow. You, 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 lay, in, you like lay in a bed with bed bugs, you get bed bugs. Cohen, I don't like you for that. I, know. I think it's Nobody terrible. Does. I think it's unlike your Christmas spirit. The holidays are almost here. Hanukkah is already. I know you've been celebrating Hanukkah. I know I have. I have. And uh, you should be like Gordon Hayward. I want you to score 40 a night, I want you getting triple doubles every night. Here, here, here's why I'll I'll make a, a compromise. I hope Gordon Hayward averages averages double digit scoring for the rest of his career. Well, that could mean ten go. points. That could mean ninety nine points. I mean, I remember your name was Die Gordon Hayward Die. That was my first introduction to Cohen Hughes. Hey, as long you as you, I, I'm not a bandwagon. I, I have feelings and I stick shit. by them. So. So who's doing good in the NBA? I saw Dwayne Wade. Uh, who I can't knock Dwayne Wade because, man, he let me do that commercial with him. Yep. He let me take a shot. You know, I took a shot at halftime at a game once. I didn't he know goes, that. He goes, get on court, take a shot. Cohen, it was the scariest time of my life. I was at the Miami Arena. 
And I got on the court and I looked at all the people. I'm like, how the fuck do these guys do it? It was scary as fuck. And of course, I break that shit. And, you know, working with him was not even close. Like it wasn't fun. even close. What's that? It wasn't even close, the shot. Nah, it sucked. But I was yeah, wearing yeah. a sports jacket. Uh, I used that as an excuse. Yeah. But, like, it was scary as fuck to go out there. So I can't really knock him. But, God, that was terrible last night with him and LeBron. I mean, you guys are playing against each other. They're lally gagging together. Um, I saw a graphic on, what is that show on ESPN that goes during the daytime where they award points? Yeah. For what you say, um, PTI, pardon the interruption. Yeah, sure. Um, there were there were some basketball pundits that were saying that that last play, whenever like the game like the Heat were down by three, and like they could have mm-hmm. hit the shot to tie it, that they were lollygagging yeah. and LeBron and D Wade were literally just playing one on one. They were like, "That's embarrassing yeah. for the game of basketball. That's sad." That, well, it's, that it's we're like resorting play- to this. You know, the players have kind of taken over the freaking. You know, they just kind of do their thing. You know. Yeah, I don't. I like seeing this kumbaya, everybody hug everybody after the game, shit as much as everybody else. But during the game, like you're supposed to be a dog, you know, like exactly, like you go out and you kill each other, and then maybe you get a stake afterwards. But... Yeah, yeah, because you had such a hard fought battle. That battle last night yeah. was not hard fought. That was a. It was like fun. It that was, was like an exhibition. Yeah, I didn't like that. Yeah, it's a it's a bummer. That was I didn't like that at all. Um, did you hear about Steph Curry? What happened with Steph Curry? He's he does not believe in the moon landing. He believes that we never ever landed on the moon. I kind of agree with him. As a God, fact, I, I'm gonna I record a, listen, this. This is gonna be the new thumbnail for the website. Well, this is a great conspiracy theory, but listen, I'm a big Stanley Kubrick fan. I don't know if you know who Stanley Kubrick is. And you is. think he's the one who who directed the moon landing? Yes, that's my. I've theory. heard I've heard that a few times before. Yeah, you guys are fucking. And the crazy. guy is a genius, and oh, he could have yeah. pulled it off. But uh, I've heard that theory before. Um, I just – you have to watch this movie called Room Something. It's about The Shining and all these meanings to The Shining. And they go deep into the moon landing and how he staged it. And you're like you're – like, think about it. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous if you go into it. It's like they didn't have the technology. They have the footage. They have the whole like one man, small step for mankind. It's like a movie. It's like rehearsed. Like who the fuck is going to go up there, you know, and, uh, you know, who's going to go out there and, and fucking, what's my point? Like have this rehearsed line. Yeah. You know, you would think there's like, a, there, there would be a little bit more candidness to the there's whole a, thing. The line is a little too fucking rehearsed, if you ask me. And it looks a little too clean and clear for the time. It just, it was just a thing with Russia. You know, like we're in Bauer, Space Russia, race. and we got to act like we got more shit going on. And now we realize that going to space is a big waste of time. And I was old enough. I was 11 years old. This is crazy. Uh, I was 11 years old at a field trip when the fucking space shuttle blew up. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah. The teacher was on it. Remember, she won the yeah. little raffle. Yeah, Kristen McCall. Yep. So I was old enough to experience that. And uh I don't know. I just don't. I can see. It. I'm not saying it, it happened or didn't happen, but it might have not happened. For Let's, all I know. Let me ask you this: Is that like your most like crackpot like conspiracy theory? Like, is that your that the hill that you'll die on? No, I just watched that movie and they were so adamant that it was false and that Stanley Kubrick did it for the government and shit like that. And they hired him in like the movie uh, 2001 and The Shining has a lot to do with it, where he kind of hints that. 
you know, he was part of this fictitious, you know, landing. So I was like, wow, this is really interesting. And then I was like, you know what? It does seem a little real unrealistic with the whole fucking, you know, space shell shit and stuff like that. The way that just you just saying. explained it to me, I could see it, but I, I, I don't think that's the case. I don't know what the movie's called, like Room 202 or Room 212. It's, it's really interesting. It goes into all these weird things of like the meanings of the movie and all this crazy shit. There's all like these phallic signs in the movie of dicks and shit like that. Uh, it's pretty interesting. The Shining is the scariest movie I've ever seen, too. So, um, I actually heard during that movie that it was Jack Nicholson. Yeah, he actually got so crazy that it gave the female actor PTSD, like the way that he would prepare for the the scenes and shit. You know, like he would he would become so actually like he broke down the fourth wall because you didn't know if he was actually being crazy or if he was acting. Well, yeah, he had to. Well, here's the most interesting thing about that movie, and now you can't do that because times have changed. Yeah, oh yeah, definitely. But what happened is Kubrick knew that Nicholson was a nut and a genius. So he just, his direction to him was, just be yourself, you're a rock star. Like, you're a star, be yourself, keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, we love you, giving him a pass on the back, and you do you, shit like that. Yeah, and then the Shelly Duvall, who played his uh, girlfriend, he tortured. He made her cry every day. He told her she was a terrible actress, and he told her she sucked, and he was going to fire her every day. And she just started crying all the time, and... That's how he got her to be like she got so mentally exhausted and and, and yeah. on edge. Yep. Yep. So like it was a psychological thing, and now you you there's no way you can do that in Hollywood because when Quentin Tarantino got in trouble for like doing his thing, that shit ended, and you know, but that was Kubrick thing, and you know, of course they're like he's a genius back then, and now he'd be like a terrible person. So. The way I see it is movies and film are art. So whatever you have to do to create art, oh yeah, there should I be mean, no I censoring. I agree with you. I absolutely agree with you, dude. It's just like you know, things have changed, and uh, we're in a new climate know. socially. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so we were talking about. Uh, so we're gonna move whole... on from Steph Curry. Um, yeah. Jimmy Butler, good news for the Sixers. Um, he has no structural damage in his groin from a groin injury he suffered two days ago. Um, very good for them. He'll, they'll need him for the playoff push. Mm-hmm. Um, did you hear about the Bulls and Jim Boylan? I did not hear about I heard about they all had like uh, a player they walked off the field. Um, yeah. I mean, so this is getting ridiculous. It, it is, and I'll, I'll tell you exactly why I do think it's crazy. Um, yeah. Three or four nights ago, I think they were playing the Pacers. Yeah. They got beat by 53 at home. The fans booed them off the court, made everybody mad. There mm-hmm. was a scuffle in the locker room. Not, not a, Maybe altercation would be the right word to use. Yeah. Um, the next day at practice, they, were, they, they had just played a back-to-back, and they had a game the same day. So they were playing three games on, on, in three nights. And Coach Boylan, the newly assigned interim head coach, was trying to run a – a hard practice was trying to run a, a, a two and a half, three hour practice and yeah. with, with actual calisthenics and uh, cardio work. Uh, and these guys pretty much just refused to practice and just bitched and moaned all day and refused to practice. They even went as far to file a suit with the NBA players association on Jim Boylan. 
uh, it's just getting ridiculous. I mean, he's the interim coach too. I mean, I, I don't know what to say. It's it's like you're getting paid a lot of money. You have a coach. You got to do it the coach. A said. two and a half hour practice. You are upset about a two and a half hour practice, and you're a professional NBA player. Well, they need player. Allen Iverson. We're talking practice, man. Dude, like maybe they don't need to practice. Maybe it'll be better if they don't. I mean, they practice. I understand. Don't don't run I'm your guys' legs here. into the ground. I'm like, making a joke, obviously. God, like that that makes me so mad. Like, do you realize how how much I wish I could I could go get paid for a two and a half hour practice? Look, we all and these guys take this shit for athletes. granted. We that is an absolute insult. It, it would yeah, the, be one thing if you were winning and and you were a good team, but you got blown out by fifty three at home. The home fans booed you off your own court, and the next day you're bitching about a practice. Wow, Cohen's getting a motherfucker. Fit. You need to practice. This is the most animated I've seen you, even more that, than the Falcons. That is that that is really well. The Falcons I've come to terms with, but that I just cannot wrap my head. Is this the beginning of the end for organized sports? Well, for the NBA, like the NBA, what I noticed in the All-Star game, which maybe I'm a little idiot because I put money on the under one year because it was like under two something. Like they literally took take their All-Star game and they don't take it serious. And it's a joke. Like why even go out there? But they're all like fooling around. They decide they're not going to play any defense, like not a lick of defense. And it's just sometimes they just feel like we're going to do whatever we want to do. and We don't care. And it's a bummer, man. And, you know, it used to be like when you watch the All-Star games, like Larry Bird versus Magic Johnson, they wanted to fucking win. And now it's like we're just going to have an exhibition where guys are going to do nothing. And it's it's sad, and this is sad. And with most sports, you know, it's pretty regimented, and the coaches kind of have control of everything. The NBA is now like, fuck it. We're not going to listen to our coach. Um, and it's a bummer. I'll, I'll, I'll say – What's what somebody explained to me about the NFL and why tanking strictly does not work in the NFL and no player has ever tried to lose a game on purpose unless it was it was for a bet and they were paid yeah, off I by mean, Vegas. The teams don't even tank for the to draft. I mean, I've seen teams win a game in the last week of the season that and they should have not. One. That they should have not won. But the thing is, exactly. it's like the the NFL. There's such a high turnover rate with yeah. swing players and guys who aren't superstars. Is that I don't care if your team's. Oh, and 15, and you're trying to tank for the first pick. This yeah. guy wants to play hard so he can get tape on himself out for other teams because, because he yeah. could not be playing for the Falcons or the Bills next year. He could I'm, I'm, he, he could be trying out to go get a spot with the Packers, you know, like if they need safety help. I mean, the Bengals could be the worst team right now, but they're dangerous, and they played the Chargers hard because, you know, they they have pride, and they're they're playing loose. They'll play loose down the stretch because they have nothing to play for. You have nothing they to lose, so, so you might as well go 100 yeah. miles an hour and get exactly. game tape out on yourself for somebody else. Yeah, and yeah, you can take chances. And the other team that are that's you know playing for their their lives, they're gonna play a little tight because they don't want to make mistakes. So these games are tough, and they do play hard. And it's a bummer that we're hearing this in the NBA, and it just. It's it's like it was a bummer with the whole what's his face situation. The guy that got Jimmy Butler, who just seemed to be kind of insubordinate. To who get can traded. dictate dictate when he wants to play or where he's going to play? Like nah, exactly. it don't work like that. G like Larry Fitzgerald is the ultimate consummate pro because it doesn't matter who he plays for. Do you think he loves Arizona that much? I don't think he he loves whatever team he plays for, yep. and he'll 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 go out and play. As hard as he can, if the team's zero and fifteen or they're fifteen and zero, 
I agree. He, he, plays he goes hard. to practice. He I've even heard videotape on NFL films to where they say Larry Larry Fitzgerald does not drop passes at practice. That he practices no. hundred miles an hour, like he plays in a game. Where well, where yeah. are the professionals like that going? Well, unfortunately, uh, you know, I don't know. The NBA's got to clean itself up. I'm tired of the all-star teams. I'm just not interested in the league. I'm much more interested in college basketball, even though they're turning into super teams. College basketball is absolutely terrible. It's a terrible product. I'm sorry. Well, we disagree on that. I love March Madness. Oh, I mean, me it's too. Obvious... But a regular season like college buddy. basketball game is fucking horrible. Yeah. <laughs> I have a buddy that's stopping by. He doesn't know I'm doing a podcast. And he got the dogs all riled up. Hey, I'm doing a podcast. Yeah, come back in a half hour. All right. I love you, man. You got it. Um, Sorry about that. No worries. Yeah. Other than other than that, dude, it's just sad. I think that is a horrible look for the Chicago Bulls. That If I was a fan of the Chicago Bulls, I would be absolutely irate. If I was Jim Boylan, I would be absolutely irate. We're a um, long way away. I grew up in the Jordan era. We're a long ways from the Jordan era, my friend. Well, and, and, and there is there's one thing that the Bulls players can hang their hat on is apparently the practices were kind of petty and it was yeah. they were made to do a lot of push-ups and a lot of running laps and, and, and something like classic hard school high school workouts yeah um, well they need that and that's Jim, a, if that's if that's I, what their coach wants them to do then they got to do it absolutely like Jim Boylan came from the Popovich coaching tree so yeah. what what he'll do is he'll model a lot of his coaching mannerisms off a of pop like taking five players off the floor at the same time because they're because they suck because they're not yeah. trying one of them, one of them, one of them looked to look, looked at Jim Boylan and said, "Look, man, like you're not Popovich, okay? Like, quit this." And that is just the most disrespectful thing I've ever heard in my life. Like, yeah, like he's yeah, not Popovich, but at least he's trying to to have sure. some sort of discipline and, and order. No, I hear you. I hear you, buddy. It's disrespectful. Let's move. Let's move on before I pop a blood vessel. Well, I have good news for you because we're going to go to the NFL. I have terrific news for you. The Atlanta Falcons are officially not eliminated. That's they're that's still, bad news. They still can win, make the wild card. If they do, I would cry. Of, of well, tears of joy. They would, they, that would they be awesome. But you, damn, they give they give the Lions, uh, like what needs to happen for them to make the wild card. And they don't even give the Falcons what they need, but they're still alive. We got a point oh 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 three six percent chance of making the. Making the wild card. That is yeah, absolutely perfect news. As Jim Carrey said, dumb and dumber. So you're saying there's a chance. chance. Yeah, so you you still have a chance. Um, so you got that going for you. So about last night and, and, and that game, you texted me. You said, Kirk Cousins is absolutely dog shit. Oh, my God. I'm paraphrasing. Are you going to give me stats that he's good? No, absolutely not. Okay. I, I, I like Kirk Cousins, but... These are sobering statistics that are are hard to overcome. That are hard for me to argue against, per se. Yeah. Kirk Cousins is now four and twenty-four in his career against teams with a winning record. Oh, that's a good stat. That is absolutely horrible. Yep. So, the Vikings held Drew Brees to one hundred and twenty passing yards and lost mm-hmm. last night. The Vikings held Russell Wilson to 72 passing yards. Still lost. Yep. One more. 
Mm-hmm. Uh-huh, uh-huh. This is not even a stat. This is more of an opinionated statement that's back. All you got to do is watch the game. I know. All you got to do is see how late he is in all the throws. Well, and it's also his stats are very misleading. He'll yeah. have a 360-yard game on 26 of 23 passing and a loss. And, 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 you, and you look at the stats, you're like, oh, yeah, that, that loss wasn't on him. But like you said, if you actually watch the damn game, He's good for one defensive touchdown a game, too. He he actually gives up one touchdown a game for the other team. He's always good for a pick six, a terrible fumble. Uh, he's late getting the receivers. He doesn't see guys that are open. Like, he makes the wrong reads. And he has a turnover problem. Like, he fumbles he the ball far slow. too much. Like, like, yesterday he looked really slow. Like, that kind of, like, not making the read fast enough. It's like, you watch Brady... You watch Breeze. They got. They know who's who's guard. What player is guarding the linebacker? Like they know before the play, like where they're going. I mean, those guys are so fucking good. And and Kirk Cousins like gets up to the line. He just looks lost. And once he's out of the pocket, he's done. I mean, oh yeah, no, he looks like a baby terrible. deer when he runs. He is absolutely slow. He looks he looks terrible, and he looks like he knows there's pressure on him because everybody's calling him a bust. And he's feeling it. And oh, all that money driving, is guaranteed. 100% of that contract is guaranteed. Well, it's, it's crazy because the Vikings are like, we're looking for a quarterback. We're looking for that guy. They thought they had him. They thought he was going to give him the next step. And now it's just imploding. And it sucks because you never know how good like you're going to waste your defense. Mm-hmm. Like, they got a great fucking defense. Granted, that defense hasn't looked as good as it did last year, but it's still top 15. In, in total and they're wasting them. They're completely wasting them. Mm-hmm. Like, completely wasting that defense. Absolutely. And he just, right now, he's a bust. He's a total bust. And the Vikings got to be like, what the fuck is going on here? He got his offensive coordinator fired today. John DeFilippio. And, you know, John DeFilippio has done a shitty job, though. He's done a shitty job. I gotta be honest. Some of their play calls, like I, I, I'm like a closet Vikings fan. My life, you know, I, I kind of follow them, and too many third and ones where they just run the ball on the line where they don't get first downs. And the offensive line uh, hadn't been great either at all. It actually looked very no. bad. I mean, they're out of sync for sure. They're out of sync. He kind of came from Philly. Everybody's like, this guy's a young whatever, and you know, who knows if he really is. He just he got lucky. He was in a good place in Philly. Where they had things going, Frank Reich is a very good offensive coach. Oh, one of the best. But, but I, know, I think I, I think so far he's a very good NFL coach too. The Colts yeah. look good this year. Well, they're completely out of sync, like yep. completely out of fucking sync. You if know? you're um, if you're a Vikings fan, like you say you are, closet of course. But if you're a real yep. Vikings fan, on a panic level of one to ten, what are you at? Well, you know they'll make the playoffs. Maybe. But are they? They might make the playoffs, but you know, you're at panic level six or seven because you're like, uh, you know, we 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 got four years stuck with this guy, and even if we get rid of him, we're gonna still be still got to pay him. Still have to pay him a hundred percent of the deal. Hundred percent. It's of the like deal. he came here to be the franchise. He came here to take us the next step, and he's brought us backwards, and that's even ter- It's like terrible. It's like he he's. We've regressed with him. You, you, you've gotten better output last year from 
Case Keenum. Case Keenum. Who is safe. Sam Bradford. And who's the other backup that, that played a few games last year? Well, Teddy Bridgewater was there. Nah, you know, he was hurt. Not uh, even that. Um, there was Sam a, there was, Bradford, Sean Hill. I don't even know. Uh, maybe it was um, – God, maybe it was Sean Hill. It was Bradford and Case Keenum last year. Yeah, there were there the, the backup played in like a game or two last year, but like you my point is you got better output, far better output, millions times better of well, Case Keenum from was that not going to like just, you know, throw the ball over the place and be a gunslinger. Nope. But he protected the ball. And he you know, he he protected the ball and he moved it and you just see the frustration of the Vikings players. You saw it last night like Thielen and those guys, they were frustrated last night. Oh, like they oh, were, oh, Thielen's body language was horrible. And so was Stefan Diggs. Like, they were just like, let's fucking go, you know? Like, how how are we not scoring any points? It was just brutal. It wasn't good. I'm, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I, 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 th- I thought your initial text last night was an overreaction whenever they didn't score in the first two drives. But oh, it was brutal. The fourth looked, and it, goal. It didn't, the, look, the, the, it didn't the, look good at all. And they went for it on fourth down. It was just brutal. It got he made absolutely stopped. It got absolutely yeah, he, convincingly stopped. And, and it's like you, you just see like there's one guy that's going to be open, and he throws it to the guy double teamed. And you're just like, like this guy is just lost out there. He's completely lost and out of sync. Should we go through some of it? Let's go through the wild card. The Vikings would make the playoffs. Seattle would be the first spot, so the playoffs would be Seattle-Dallas, which would be a lot of fun, and then yep. the Bears-Vikings, Saints and Rams get a bye. By the way, the Raiders are still alive. No, no, they're eliminated. No, yeah, My no, bad. The Bengals are still alive. The Browns are still alive. The Broncos are still alive. The Titans, the Dolphins, and the Colts are still alive. The Ravens are in. The Chargers are in. Chargers have an outside chance to win their division. Yep. Which is crazy. Yeah, really crazy. Which I predicted. I wish I made that bet the Chargers over nine wins. Uh, the Steelers are starting to fall apart. Yeah. And now you got Steelers-Ravens in the first round. And then you got a great tight uh, Texans-Chargers, which is would be that a would really be, that, that That would be one of the best games of the opening round of playoffs. That's just such a fun game. And I would have Patriots holding on the two. Yep. And crazy games. We yeah, that would be game. that would be a good playoffs if the playoffs started today. That would be a that would be a pretty damn good playoffs. Yeah, the the I mean, AFC yeah. might out, outshine the NFC in that regard. We had some crazy games last week. So you had the fucking crazy one with the 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 Dolphins and the Patriots. God, why was Gronk playing fucking free safety? Well, I, know, I think they field? thought they were going to throw the ball long. Up in the air, mm-hmm. nobody throws it long. They do the whole lateral play. They think that's a better percentage. I don't think it is, but it worked for the Dolphins. So the. Uh, Going through some of these games, the Redskins, I don't think you'll see Mark Sanchez ever again. God, he looked horrible. I'm talking, yeah. God, I'm like, they, when, they, when, they whenever took, Josh Johnson comes in and looks better than you, you've yeah. got a fucking problem. Nathan Peterman, horrible. Yeah. Uh, the Jets, Sam Darnold had a great play at the end to beat the Bills. And then probably yeah. the throw of the year on fourth and eight, Patrick Mahomes. Got with a no look pass. MVP. Threw a beautiful pass to Tyreek Hill for 48 yards on a fourth and eight, like scrambling, like just incredible, like, you know, just to get the ball downfield and give somebody a chance to make a play. It was pretty awesome. I honestly felt like the Buccaneers had a chance to beat the Saints whenever they were up 14 to 10 at halftime. Yeah. And then the wheels fell off the bus. Uh, Yeah, I don't know what happened. They didn't even cover the spread. Yeah. 
The Carolina Panthers keep falling apart. Fifth in a row. Fifth loss in a row. Who knows what the fuck is going on? And the, the Browns win, and the Browns have been so much better since Hugh Jackson has left. Their mm-hmm. offense is cohesive. Their defense has made some plays. They're in the playoff hunt. I mean, why the hell is Hugh Jackson on a sideline? Why does he have a job? He will be the he head coach of the Bengals next year. I, I put money on it. It's Marvin terrible. Lewis will be the new GM, and Hugh Jackson will be the new head coach. If that happens, it's just brutal, man. It's just brutal if that really happens. I know. I feel for him. I mean, come on, man. If you're a Bengals fan, you're like, this is a joke right now. Why do we even want to make it a bigger joke? Yeah, it's not good. Um, The Broncos didn't look too good against the Niners. They looked just about bad. No, and that pretty much, they had this outside chance to make the playoffs. I think that puts the nail in their coffin. They're still alive, but it's not going to happen. But they have too much to, you know. The the AFC is much more set than the NFC. Mm-hmm. Somebody is going to sneak in the NFC like the Eagles or somebody like that. That would uh, be so like the Eagles to rattle off four in a row to end the season. and then. Yeah, and even don't count the Packers out. Don't count the Packers out. They're still alive. Everybody lost last week that they needed to win. You know, Vikings lost. The Eagles lost. So don't count the Packers out. They're, they have a shot. Even the Lions have a weird shot, but yeah, I don't do. think the Lions will, will, will make it. I, I'm saying don't count the Packers out. Most likely will be the Eagles. I think the Vikings are going to implode. Uh, it's just when you have a guy you don't believe in, everybody's getting frustrated. Like It's just bad energy, and you see teams like just kind of collapse. And it's not like you, you don't feel like Kirk Cousins is going to like rise up. No. You, know, you don't feel like he's going to be like, holy shit, I got to play better. That I just can't. I just can't believe that. I was a, I was a real Kirk Cousins fan too. I, I believed in him too. He had the moments of red in the Redskins, but now you're looking at it, you're like, well, you're like, well, he didn't win because the Redskins suck, and nah, now you're like, no, it was him. Maybe maybe it was one of those things that made you feel blind to the fact that maybe he wasn't that good because he overperformed yeah. in a system that had zero real wide receivers like Jameson Crowder. I th- also, that's your number one. Like, come on, kid. And his best year was with Sean McVay. And Sean McVay's awesome. And that certainly helped. And he lost Sean him. McVay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sean McVay was a coach for the Skins when they made the playoffs. And then, you know, he left to the Rams. And then, you know, the Redskins kind of faltered after that. And then, you know, it's like, well, he's going to go to the Vikings. He's got Thielen. He's got Diggs. Everything's going to work out. And, well, you know, it's just... He's been a bust, and you just feel like I was looking at Twitter last night, and there was just so many Viking fans. Like this is a joke. Yeah. Like I can't. Everybody, all football fans, are like, how does this guy get paid twenty-one million to be a franchise guy? I know. So what? Are, so what are the games haven't we talked about yet? Uh, well, the Jets beat the Bills, the Raiders beat the Steelers in a weird game where Very Chris Boswell. Weird. And then I have a, a dude that was on my Instagram last night from Pittsburgh, and he's like, Chris Boswell's banging all my friends, girlfriends at bars, and that's what's going on. Damn. So, Chris Boswell, stop banging other people's girlfriends. Uh, keep and on, some my kicks. man. Keep on, my man. Because I, I had the over in that game, and that killed me. Uh, Dallas beats the Eagles in one of the best games of the year. Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper, that is, trade for the, for the first rounder for Amari Cooper – Worked. People were laughing at Jerry Jones. Now he's nope. laughing. It worked. Usually he gets he overpays. Everybody was like, Amari Cooper ain't the guy. He's been awesome. Three touchdowns. 
He's changed the whole team there. And maybe were we wrong about Dak a little bit? Maybe maybe we kind of overreacted about Dak being so yeah, bad. But I mean, look what happens needed, when he has real talent. Yeah, he needed one more weapon, and they they look like they're going to win the NFC East. I don't see them blowing it. And we were going to fire Garrett. We were going to blow that team up a few weeks ago, and now they're in the hunt. Yep. But it was a lucky play. I hate overtime rules too. I know. I believe both teams. The NFL overtime chance. sucks. It, 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 it stop with the ten minutes. It should yeah. be fifteen minutes. And both teams deserve to get a chance with the ball. I was about to say, and the, fact, the fact that you can tie in football is yeah. just stupid. Get that out of my you fucking lost, face. I mean, they lost because of a fucking coin toss. Yep. You know? Mm-hmm. And their defense made a great stop at the end of the game, and then they're fucking tired. Yeah, that so, sucks. It sucks the big one, bro. The big one. Yeah, so I, I guess I guess the Falcons were on by this week. I didn't see a Falcons team play this week. Um, I mean, they play. They scored really fast. I'm like, wow, Green Bay's just really bad. And then, like you said, they played for the interim coach. They played for Philbin. They, it, it's kind of shitty if you're a Packer fan because you're like, they've had this in them the whole year. But it was and, McCarthy holding them back. And you know why didn't they play hard? You know, but. Sometimes you just hate a coach so much you just don't get up for him. And maybe it's even subliminal. Maybe maybe none of the players will come out and say, "No, I you know I didn't hate no, McCarthy," but but yeah. it, but but it's like a thing. Like you're like, yeah, like, we've reached our limit with this guy. Exactly. Um, way, did you see my uh, my uh, on my Instagram stories? I found this guy named Arthur Luxury <laughs> who reviews he reviews watches, and he's from Australia and he is hysterical. He's a nut. Dude, I always find nuts online. That's your thing. I have a thing. buddy who watches videos, and he, he was talking about this a pecan woman's watch, and he's like, "This is if you have a man. A man would have to buy this if he was a good job. He tells people to clean fucking toilets." <laughs> he goes, "If you if you can entertain your man's pecker in the bedroom, he might buy you this watch. Uh, he this might. watch is for the wife, not for the side piece or the bitch." Because if you wear this watch, you will let all the bitches at the country club know that you're you're good or whatever. He's pretty funny. Arthur Luxury, what a fucking nut online. Absolute case. It's like people watch these people only to like be entertained. Yeah, we laugh at. Yeah, no one cares about the watch. Everybody just cares about his fucking weird accent and his weird mannerisms. Yeah. So we had that game. Rams and Bears. What about that one? You know, it's funny. I was gonna. I mean, I, I I bet the over, so I got totally destroyed. Absolutely thunderfucked. Thunderfucked. But I was thinking, like, why am I so dumb? Like, the Rams, you know, you got to understand, like, weather has changed, so it's not as cold as it used to be. There's more domes. So we don't really have, like, that winter football feel of, like, the warm team going into, like, yeah. the cold tundra of a place and just fucking dying. It's kind of doesn't happen as much in football, but it happened. It happened on uh, Sunday night with the Rams. They looked like they couldn't play in the cold. They looked like they the offense didn't want to like play in the cold. Jared Goff didn't look like he's been all season, and he looked bad as hell. The the Bears are fucking good. They're really good, and they're really believing in themselves. And you know, Trubisky isn't exactly a guy that's gonna light it the fuck up. He had 110 but yards and one touchdown. He's also in that he's win. also coming back from injury. Yeah, he is. 
Um, uh, don't the Rams kind of give you that impression of a team who, who like really plays, uh, let me find the, the right words to put this. They're easily rattled by outside conditions like that. Like not just weather, like especially weather. Yeah. But like they're a small thing could take them off the tracks. If you understand yes. what I'm saying, something, I mean, something that they can't control. So yeah. they, they instantly sh- go into shambles. I mean, their de- their offense was great in New Orleans when it was in a dome. Yeah, and it, ra- it, in a horrible crowd to play in front of. It just wasn't good in freaking you know where it needed to be in a tough you know a tough environment where they really needed to like you know step up and be bigger and play bigger and um no nah, it just didn't happen. The and Rams the Rams like, give me that that look of like a team that's easily rattled. Yeah, I mean, we don't know how good Goff is yet. I mean, he looked great in New Orleans. I mean, even though they lost that game, they showed a lot of heart. They yep. played really hard. Uh-huh. But this Came back from whatever game. at halftime. Weren't they down like 24 at half and then ended up tying the game later? That, yeah, and I just know their coach. Like, he's a maniac. And, like, whoever they're playing next week, like, they'll be ready God, to fucking go. I was about to say, God bless whoever the Rams play next week because they yeah. are getting absolutely thunderfucked. Well, it's like McVay's type of guy is like, we're back to work, man. Like, we're not going to let this bother us, and we're fucking back to work. I'm looking at who do they play next week. Um, By the way, I can't believe the season's almost over, man. I know, dude. I know. We got some Saturday games, which are always fun. Yeah, we do. Uh, um, so they're playing, they're playing the Eagles see. this week. Wow, that's a Sunday night. That's maybe, insane. Maybe they can put the, the nail in the coffin on the Eagles. Yeah, they probably will. I mean, it's a tough spot for the Eagles, definitely. And the Eagles, it sucks for them. And it's it, the Vikings are going to get lucky because I don't know who they have the rest of the way, but the Eagles is their toughest competition for that last spot. All right, let me find us, um, see if there's anything we missed because we can go ahead and wrap up. We've covered almost everything we need to cover. Yeah, today was a good show. Yeah, we um, we, talk, we talked about other stuff besides sports. You You opened your mind up to other things. Yeah, I got I I played golf today. Had a few beers with golf and dinner, so I'm I'm feeling nice and loose today. Where'd you right? have dinner? Um, it's a place called Wing Factory. Nice like buffalo wings, wings good? chicken. T- yeah, yeah, they were pretty good. I had like the Jamaican jerk ones. It was pretty nice. Jamaican jerk sauce. Did you pour Jamaican jerk sauce all over your cock? Yes, dude. I jerked my jerk. Did you go? Can I get some of that Jamaican jerk sauce on my dick? And then she took me out to the back and just straight went to ham. Yeah. Who'd you go with? Did you go with the coon? Nah, the coon went with us. Um, he had. Fuck. He had some sort of dental surgery this morning. By the way, I beat him by like two points. Point, I no, he said point nine. He said point nine of a point last night. Yeah, I was cl- I was like, I'm gonna fucking lose, and I had Derrick Henry on my bench. But now this week, I, I mean, I will have an onslaught of Derrick Henry, fucking Christian McCaffrey. I believe I'm gonna go to the championship game, and I'm gonna offer like a deal like three fifty, one fifty. You know, like, I'm going to scare the guy because I'm like, winner take all is not going to be easy, dude. Like, you could lose, so take yeah. the 350, 150. That's fair, right? Yeah, that's that's definitely very fair. But you never know. Some people are like, fuck that. You know? Now I'll go 400, 100. Who are you playing next week in fantasy? Uh, I got to look it up. I know Ben Garner's got a loaded fucking team. Dude, his team is good this year. He had really bad yeah. luck last year, like, scoring, like, a lot of points but still losing. Kind of like how I was in the podcast league this year. Sure, but sure. My, mine wasn't nowhere near as bad as his. Like there were times last year where he would put up 140, 145 in a ten-person yep. league and still lose. 
Yeah, well, he's got a really good team. He does. He's a, he's a good fantasy player. I know I don't play him. I think he's the number one seed. So I'm three. I mean, I should have just destroyed that game. Like, I was like, how did I even come close? I mean, it's not in my hands, but I am hitting ESPN. And that will wrap it up. Oh, you know, I love wrapping it up. That's all I do is wrap it up. Wrap it up, baby. Why am I not being able to find this? All right. This is really slow. Did you click the fantasy app or the regular ESPN app? Maybe I should just do my phone because my computer's... I don't know who I play. You want to look it up? Yeah, I'll look it up. And then we'll get out of here. By the way, at Matty Goldberg1 on Twitter. Matty Goldberg on Instagram. I love you guys. Thank you. I need a win, man. If I need a win, I can make a deal. And for our league, I still have people who haven't paid. I've got about eight people. You're playing Jonathan Cohen this week. Shit. Who's his his lineup? Um, Matt Ryan, Alvin Kamara, Spencer Ware, Julio, Tariq Hill, Amari Cooper, George Kittle, Cortland Sutton, Buffalo defense, and Justin Tucker. Yeah, you're getting fucked, dude. Yeah, he's loaded. He's gonna be. He's I gonna be. Amari Cooper. Yeah, as his as his wide receiver three. Well, luckily Dallas is on the road at Indy. Yeah, that helps team. me. I mean, that will help me because on the road they won't be as efficient. And Matt Ryan, who is Atlanta playing? Oh Air, my Arizona, God, playing Arizona. We'll still probably lose. Fucking idiots. Well, I have Tom Brady versus Pittsburgh. That will help me because that yeah. will be – Pittsburgh doesn't have the best defense. I think that will be a high-scoring game. And Tomlin has honestly kind of lo- lost the locker room, so it's going to be yeah. real interesting to see how this last three or four weeks play out. I agree. All right, well, I'm going to get out of here. I'm Maddie Goldberg on Instagram, MaddieGoldberg1 on Twitter. Uh, follow us, listen to us, subscribe. You know the deal. I'll talk to you guys soon. All right, um, ladies and gentlemen, while I let Maddie go, my name's Cohen Hughes. Find me on Facebook, search Cohen Hughes, Instagram, Cohen underscore Hughes. Um, Reddit, same thing. I don't do Twitter. Twitter's for losers and toxic people. Um, This has been episode number 43 of the Daily Degenerate Podcast. We sincerely hope you enjoyed.